Luke 10, 1, uh, 10, on verse 1. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him. The only thing that's cracking the head on, it says 72 others. Uh, who else did he add on there? You know? um, and I'm looking at uh, you have the disciples, then the 72 that connected with them. And he said, sent them ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, the harvest is plentiful. Some of you have scripture say it's right. But the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Father, to the Lord of, of the harvest, to send out laborers into this harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. You see that there it says, as lambs. Then say as sheep. As you know, lambs are basically helpless. I'm sending you, I'm sending you out um, as lambs uh, in the midst of wolves. What it seems like an impossible task, doesn't it? And so let's kind of go through this thing then as we go through our introduction and what have you in this area. Because of the impact of uh, COVID-19, we have been thrown into a crisis mode. Our news media are filled with the urgent need for workers in every field. Keep in mind that the pattern of any crisis will produce a new norm. Things will never get it out. Things will never go back to what it used to be. Whenever you have a crisis, it will never, you'll never go back to what it used to be. So prepare for the new norm. This new normal has produced an overwhelming need for workers. And you can keep uh, addressing the news, I don't need to go all into the news there, but this is a little bit more. And so uh, go to the next slide. And uh, it says, employees have uh, developed strategies to address the situation, aside from surprise being complicated by the overwhelming shipping crisis. Employees are uh, offering outstanding incentive to attract the workers. Signs everywhere are communicating the same message. Help one. Think of it through. Jesus made it very clear to his um, 72 disciples that the harvest was right for the message that the kingdom of God was at hand. That there was a small window of opportunity to accomplish God's will. It's a desperate time. And Jesus Christ was challenging these folks or commanding these folks to go forward. Amen? Yeah. We go forward then. And um, there is more to these verses that escapes uh, the casual reader. Mm -hmm. I believe that it will be a teachable moment for us to take a closer look. There are four things that we should closely examine. Number one, the command, verse one. Then you have the crisis, verse two. The commission, verses three through nine. The consequences, as one child said, uh, the consequences, verses 10 
student work. Well, let's get going. Then let's, let's start with uh, the command. I think it's important that we uh, start off. When we talk about the command verse 1, here we find uh, Jesus Christ talking to these folks here. After this, the Lord appointed. You see that? The Lord appointed. Everybody who went out there was appointed by God. 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and every place where he himself was about to go. You see what it said? Every town, every place. In other words, they came in the way, but said, I'm coming right after you. Remember, the whole idea was this. You know, I do, you watch. Uh, I do, you help. You do, I help. You do, I watch. So now he said, okay, now, says, here's where you're going to help me, guys. And so, um, so we find this uh, in this, uh, this particular verse. Okay? Um, observation, they were selected not by chance, but by choice. Just like you. God chose you for the foundation of the world. He has a task for each one of us. And it's not by chance, it's by choice. Who was sent, who was sent, a selected group of disciples sent before him to every town and every place where he would be ministering. Where were they sent? To every town and every place. The Lord was, at this time, the Lord was very thorough. God is not old in anyone. Why would he send? To prepare the environment of his injury. I think this is important to keep this in mind. Uh, this, this type of thing was happening in a number of ways. Um, it's not the first time this has happened. Um, but, but this is a, a key point here. Um, as you go to the next slide here. When there is a great need, there must be. Go back. Let's go back a little back there. Okay. When there is a great need, there must be a well thought out plan that will address. Okay. Hold it right there. Address the enormity of the task. Notice the five things that Jesus did to address this great need: authority, the choice. He was in control of every choice. Uh, was based on ability of the selected individuals to get the job done. God did not save you to sit down and do nothing. You have all that you need to be effective. Just do it. By choice. Available resource, 72. It seems like 72 was sufficient to accomplish this commission. You know, I, I stopped it for a moment and I started wondering, I said, okay, um, this, is, this is crazy thinking. Lord, you didn't have to do all of this. You, you could have got this thing done by yourself. Uh -huh. uh, am, am I right here? Yeah. All you had to do is speak the word, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but you said, you said 72 folks out there to do something that um, you could have done yourself. So the question comes to my mind is, why? 
What began to resonate in my thinking is this. God had always used men to partner with him to do fantastic things. Whether in the Garden of Eden, with Adam and Eve, partnering with them to reproduce and et cetera, et cetera. Each time with Israel, partnering with them, each time Mel keep turning around and failing him. But he has 72 that he chose. And when the Lord chooses you, that means that you have the authority, that you have, that you have divine authority, he's behind you 100%. And also, he's called you into a partnership to get this thing done. Allocation, two by two. It might be appropriate for a greater coverage and a maximum impact. Can you imagine if he said 72 out and all, all, all 72 of them went to one town? Or went to one place, it would have overwhelmed the folks. The Lord knew exactly how many people to send. And he did a wide variety of things to do. And all of this was happening. And the word was going out. Because he was going to show them, share them with them what they need to say. Assignments, every town and place. The assignment was massive and thorough. Agenda. Where, where he was about to go. So authority, available resource, allocations, assignments, agenda, the Lord, the Lord is fully fulfilling the plan that he has for man. As he used these 72. And he wants us to see this. Let's go further. Now next slide then. Um, consider this. In the Gospel of Luke, the area that was designed to be covered was focused on the Jews concerning the kingdom of God. A scene in Matthew, this is written a little bit, a scene in Matthew revealed a commandment that covered much, uh, much broader uh, scale from Jerusalem to all the nations. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teach them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. He didn't say that to the Sanitary. He said, No, I just want to go to every town, every place, and then he starts saying, the reception, but right, but he so you see, you see, every time he sends out, he sends out, when you go to Acts, he makes it even broader things. To, uh, to, to, uh, to uh, Jerusalem, Judea, you see, and then the uttermost part. So each time the Lord, when he sends out, and notice when he sends out even in Acts, the, the group is much smaller of a greater impact. See, God is not concerned about the number of people. Amen. He can take a few people and turn everything upside down. Yeah, yeah. But what, he wants to take a few people who have partnered with him to turn upside down. Okay. Well, um, the, in the Gospel of Luke, the area was designed to, of course, cover this, and now we go to the second part, of part two, and you're doing okay. Go to part two. Um, as we look at the crisis, first he did the command, now he did the crisis, and he said to them, 
Now he warns me. I've chosen you guys, I'm sending you out. He says this, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Now notice the thought here as we go to the next slide. He says that the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are you. He said, but I want you to pray. Why should they pray? I think it's important that we see what happens here. Josh. Realize the magnitude of the seriousness of the situation. The problem of the harvest, there was an abundance and it was overwhelming. The profile of the reapers, there were very few who were operating at a deficit. The procedure, when you're overwhelmed with something like this, he tells them, pray. When you don't understand it, you have a big job, and God has put you there, and it seems overwhelming, he says, here's what you do. Don't complain. Don't run. Stand your ground. And pray. Give them good instruction, didn't they? Pray that take uh, pray. Take your petition to the Lord of the harvest. Take your concern to the person who's able to make a difference. Never, never, never quit. Pray, but don't quit. When the Lord has given you something to do and it seems overwhelming, drop to your knees. Then as they say, we yes, hold on yes. fire, stop, drop, and roll, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, stop, drop to your knees, and roll it over to the Lord. Yes. Don't let circumstances overwhelm you. Amen. Amen. And so he, he says, guys, especially when he said, I'm sending you out as lambs, okay? Uh, here's number three, the commission from three to nine. And as we look at the commission, it, it says this. Go your way, behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Good Lord, so we wouldn't carry no, nothing, you're not going to carry anything. Carry no money bag, no knapsack or backpacks, no sandals. And get this now, and don't speak to anybody on the road. I mean, that's, I mean, then, Lord, what do you want me to do? Just do what I say. <laughs> you see, the Lord already has the big picture. And we want to know the details. The Lord doesn't give us the details. Just do what you're told. So he says, go say, okay, guys, you're going out. You don't have your backpacks. You don't have shoes on. Okay. And I'm sitting out as lamb among wolves. You won't be prepared, you won't be, you, have, you don't have any guns or knives or anything like that. And don't talk to anybody on the road while you're doing it. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to the house, this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, uh, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provided, or the labor deserves its wages. Do not go from that house. I can look at 
carry. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. Never suffer the peace, then your peace will rest. But if not, if not, in other words, leave it. Leave it alone. Okay. Uh, that's it, but I guess it's not. And remain in the same house. If they say peace, then you, you eat there, mm -hmm. you drink there, and whatever you provide, says, or, or the labor is deserved his wages. And other words, it says, and do not go from house to house. So it says, you do everything in that house, don't go to anybody else's house. You just go to that house. Don't mess my plan up. Stay with the plan. I don't see it. I know you don't see it. Stay with the plan. Whoever received you, they'll feed you. You don't have to pay them anything. Uh, pray the Lord. You don't have to do any miracles. Just do what I'm, I'm telling you. You know, when you when you're giving them instructions, I think it's important that you do just that. Mm -hmm. That you give individuals specific guidelines mm -hmm. and make it very clear. Stay with the plan. Yes. If you're the person who's initiating them, then it's not a time for, you know what I think? The Lord's not asking them what they think. Mm -hmm. Just stay with the plan. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Sometimes it sounds weird, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I'm walking with no shoes. Um, I don't have a backpack. Uh, I don't have any money. Uh, and I'm not to talk to anybody on my way. Whenever you enter a town, you say, now that's the place that I'm. When you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Yeah. They know what they do. Mm -hmm. Heal the sick in it. Yeah. And say to them, give a message. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of God is coming near to you. Jesus gave his disciples specific instructions on how to fulfill their mission. Preparation. No money bags, snack bag, or backpack, or sandals. Mm -hmm. Prohibition on greeting anyone on the road. Personal reception in the home. Do not go into any other home. Stay there. Public reception by the town. Heal the sick. Preach uh, about the kingdom of God. And then when it comes down to public rejection of a town, we'll get to that. But the whole idea is this, that they if they heal the sick and whatever it takes, you do just that. Um, you got it? We got it though. We, we, we got everything written down. Praise God, we don't care if it's missing out. 72, two by two, I'm gonna do just that. Amen. Well, we go further. And as we go further, let's think, think, let's think about this. The commission, the assignment that God gives to us comes with specific instructions that are not to be compromised. Why? Following instructions ensure maximum results. Following instructions will always keep you on track. Following instructions prevents unnecessary problems. Following instructions reveal that you have an obedient spirit. Why should I follow instructions? Okay, it, it ensures maximum results, will always keep you on track, prevents unnecessary problems, reveals that you have been an obedient servant. Are you following the instructions that God has given you out of the world? 
God is thorough yes. in dealing with how we should operate as believers. Has he? Amen. Well, let's go on. So with the, with the next one, then number four, the consequences. Here are the consequences. Then. If the disciples were rejected, there were three things they were instructed to do. One, respond with authority. Luke 10. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into the streets and say, make a public declaration concerning their rejection and, and, pro and proclaim the message of the kingdom of God. Even the dust on your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know that the kingdom of God has come near. Dear give the word. Whether you accept it or not, whether they reject it or not, just speak the word. And Jesus Christ says, I'm coming after you. All you have to do is speak the word. Do it. And understand something. Just because you're faithful with the Lord does not mean people will pat you on the back. And any of you who have been on that track, you find that people reject something. Get upset about it. Listen, uh, you just do what you do. And so the Lord says, you're going to, there are points where you'll be received, praise the Lord. There'll be times when they will reject you, and you'll you find of the street corner meetings. There's some folks who receive what you have to say, and some folks say, I don't have time for this. But you're not out there based on their reception or re rejection. You're there because the Lord told you to be there. That's what He wants you to do. Amen. But we go further. Give a stern warning of the severity of God's judgment. Here's what you ought to tell these folks. And I tell my family says, I tell you, I Jesus Christ. Tell you. The Son of God, it will be more bearable on that day for sorrow than for that time. There's a cost a person has to pay when they reject the Word of God. Understand? So we have the responsibility. See, people are not lost by accident. I was asked, Lord, don't, don't throw me in the lake of fire. I, I, was, I, I, I didn't even know. No. Lord makes it very clear, he's very thorough. Like I said, every place, every town, God is very thorough when it comes down to the gospel. Yeah. People have that chance to hear. Mm -hmm. And then they have the chance, mm -hmm. and then they have the choice to respond. If they do not respond, then it's now, it's no longer the grace of God. When they do not respond, now they come before the wrath of yeah. God. And to give a comparison of what that will always says, it will be better for them. Mm. See? It will be more bearable on day for Sodom than for that time. Mm. Now you, you know Sodom. Mm. Uh, and what happens there? Mm -hmm. Now one person got away mm. and God wiped them out. Mm. 
and, and, and Loto, um, Lot, and tell your family, don't look back. That's not none of your business. Don't look back because these are folks who rejected me. Don't look back, you just keep walking forward. But, Lot's wife turned away to look. Follow instructions. It was her loss. See, the turn to dirt, she became salt. You use a lot of things for salt. And so the Lord wants us to understand this as we talk to the disciples. When I give instructions, I know who I have. I know what I want to do with their lives. I have specific instructions as to what you should be doing. And you know a lot of folks say, you know, I just feel so bored. Here's, here's, a, here's a good antidote to a, for people who are bored to death. Get involved with somebody else's life and get out of yourself. You'll be surprised how busy you get, how involved you become. One last thing. The help one sign is still given to the follower of Christ. Because we have been chosen and called mm -hmm. to partner with the Lord. Yeah. The window of opportunity is closing very fast. Yes, to partner with God and spreading the good news to a doomed and dying world. Please do not become among the, among the disappointing few who did not respond. He says, the harvest is white, but the laborers are few. It's amazing. Jesus Christ said to uh, to individuals, follow me. He said, Lord, I'll follow you, but let first let me bury my my father and die. Do you know how long it would take for him to go through all the process on that? Oh Lord, I'll follow you, but no, I just just get married. You know? uh, okay. Lord, I'll follow you, but. When the Lord says, follow me, he means, follow me. Like Matthew, drop all that you're doing and follow me. Why? There's a bigger picture that involves souls. And when you follow him, you know what you're doing? You're locking hands in fellowship and in partnership and making this thing come about. So that when it finally come about, you and the Lord and you can both rejoice because you're obedient and God was omnipotent and this thing, all of it came about. Okay. Yeah. And so Jesus Christ sent out the 72 and said, I'm sending them out. I want you to watch what I did. And I want you to understand I'm in control all the time. And just like when they did their job, I came behind them. When you finish your job, I'm going to come right behind you. Leave the consequences to me. Yeah. Just finish the job. Finish the job. Let's pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for this day. Thank you for the saints of God. Thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you for your word. 
As we follow in the footsteps of Jesus, it's very easy to read over passages of Scripture and, does, and do not see how detailed you are as you unfold this plan. Lord, there's a point where you were dealing with the disciples. Finally, you stopped doing all miracles and just tied right into the disciples. The more intense it became, the more it began to pour into those uh, those disciples who will go out and turn the world upside down. And now that you have accomplished the task of dying on the cross of Calvary, now Lord, you said, so sin I you, as the Father said, me so sin I you. And so Lord, you are sending us out to do the same. Uh, we can carry our backpacks and uh, we can put some shoes on. You have another plan. Preach the gospel. Make disciples. Baptizing them. And giving them the Lord. Teaching them all things. I just pray, Lord, that we stay with the plan. And bring glory and honor to your name. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints say. Amen. Amen. Well, that's something that's, that's up there for, uh, for closing.